Hi, I'm Lawrence. And I'm Karen Tam, and we are the co-hosts of Inside the Champion's Mind. I'm super excited. Are we going shopping? No, not really. We are going to be in Melbourne, though. For shopping? No, we're not going to be shopping. We're going to be at the Wellness Summit, September 10th and 11th at the Melbourne Convention Center. That's pretty exciting. It is exciting because it's your first time going to be there. It is. And along with a whole bunch of other people, too. But even though, whether they're your first time or your second time or third time, you definitely want to come out because it's the last time we're going to do it in Melbourne. That's awesome. So you can still register. You can still register. Get in. There's also going to be myself, Damien, Brett, and along with Upper Chat Girls, Marcus Pierce, Joe Witten, Kale Brock, Steph Loeb, the Mary Make Sister, and Tim Robards. So to register, can they save any money? Yes, they can. And I like saving money. Yes, so you can go shopping. Go shopping. There we go. (laughs) So to register and receive $100 off your ticket, go to thewellnesssummit.com and enter the code FIRSTSUMMIT16. That's FIRSTSUMMIT16. Go to thewellnesssummit.com. We'll see you there. Shopping. TheWellnessCouch.com streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and here I am with the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the innovator himself. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, pal. Marcus Pierce. How, how wonderful is this? Welcome to my home. I feel so relaxed. 100 Not Out HQ. It's incredible. No yeah. one's ever seen 100 Not Out HQ from this angle. No, and uh, we're in our grandpa chairs. We're, uh, we're aging well. 100, we're 100 Not Out and aging well. Look at this, hey? This feels oh, beautiful with these chairs. I feel so regal. <laughs> Do you? Do you feel regal? Yeah. Cross legs, sitting back in a big chair. Absolutely. It's nice. Absolutely. For those of you who are listening, you have no idea what we're talking about. So we, if you're on YouTube, if you're on the YouTube, you'll be able to see us uh, sitting in a chair next to a fireplace. We'll light that fire later on. You know what? I mean, not that we're like totally into ourselves or anything, but I think that if people are, what, are listening to this, I'm going to just put it out there and say, I think 100 on our TV is better than a lot of the TV that is out there. So if you're having uh, you know, a cup of tea, a piece of chocolate or a glass of wine at night and nothing's on TV, I would say flick over to YouTube if you've got a smart TV because smart TVs have YouTube, don't they? Yeah, they do. Look at the 100 Not Out archives. See 100 Not Out HQ. See the regalness that Damo <laughs> and I have the opportunity to sit on. But I call you the innovator. Yeah, right? what's be- that all about? Well, look, let's be clear. You are the brains and the inspiration, part of the brains and the inspiration behind the Wellness Couch. True. You started a podcast when they were, I can't even say they were unpopular, they were almost unheard of. Yeah. You innovated. Yeah. And, um, and then you innovated by bringing the digital experience to life and that's when I came on board, when you're like, MP, we've got the digital thing down pat, we want to do events, we want to reach out to people. But the reason why I say that is because we are coming up to our fifth Wellness Summit yeah, our fourth incredible. in Melbourne. I feel. I mean, again, I'm not. I don't want to. I'm not coming at this from an ego perspective. I'm coming <laughs> at this from a, a high level of fulfilment. That it is so exciting. That as I've said to to you guys in terms of what we're doing with the summit, we're playing a big game. There's going to be between you know, there's going to be upwards of 700 people at this year's Wellness Summit. There were 700 there last year, yep. and it's almost upon us. Mm. Um, and so I just thought people often 
ask questions about the summit, they want to know more about it. And I thought, look, we're here at 108 HQ, the summit is almost here, let's have a chat as this event gets closer, we get more excited, the people that are attending get more excited. There's people that can't come, they're either international, they've got things on, and they want to know what it's like in the lead up to an event. And uh, that's why you're the innovator, because without your innovation, the Wellness Summit would not be here. Oh, thanks, mate. Well, I think it's, it's always been a group collaborative effort. You know, we've had, obviously, you know, Lawrence and Brett, uh, yourself, myself, uh, we've always worked on this together. So mm. it's definitely, it, it's not an individual's, you know, no, no. effort. It's a, it's, a, it's a team effort. And uh, and you know, this will be uh, the best wellness summit that we've ever had. And some people go, oh, you, you guys just say that every year. Well, every year it but, does get better. Yeah. And this is every the, year. The ideas come up. We always yeah. discuss how can this year's summit be better than last year's summit what do we change what do we keep the same yeah, what did true. people like what didn't people like and all of the rest of it and that's why we say that um you know a lot of the speakers might be similar i mean there's that core group of up for a chat the wellness guys inside the champion's mind 100 not out um yep. and the rest of it yep. but also i mean the other thing is is that last year in in 2015 there were 13 podcasts on the couch this year there's 22 that's right in 2013 there were six podcasts on the couch and uh, and in 2012, um, two. Yeah, there were was, two. Wasn't even a couch. <laughs> it's like two chairs. <laughs> <laughs> the wellness chair yeah, doesn't right. quite have the same punch <laughs> as the wellness couch. No, not at all. Yeah. And uh, it, it is ever expanding. But so is the consciousness aware around wellness. Yeah. And so is the uh, the amount of information um, about wellness too. That's a wonderful point. You've been in this industry for so long. Um, I feel like when I came onto the couch, again, what was it, 2013 maybe, that um, it, was, it, was in a, um, it was growing into an obsessive uh, space. And I still think for a lot of people, health and wellness has become obsessive. And when I say obsessive, not in, not in a magnificent obsession, in, almost in a stressful obsession. Yep. Do you feel like in terms of the way wellness has a trended, I suppose, that that manic obsession is beginning to falter, not falter, beginning to lower? Or do you maybe feel that that's the case because you and I are beginning to make shifts in our own life? Where do you think the trend is going as we come into our fifth summit? It's really interesting because just speaking to some of the speakers at the, that will be at this year's summit, we've all got a really similar theme. And, uh, and there's been lots of trends, lots of ebbs and flows within wellness, lots of extreme um, approaches to health and well-being, and uh, and I think we're starting to find a middle ground. Yeah. What so, do you, What do you think that is? If you're happy to share, because I think people would love to know. I mean, we could say we're not going to tell you, but I think it's important <laughs> to know what we're all thinking about our own personal journeys in health and wellness. Yeah. Well, I think there's there's a lot of learnings um, that you know, particularly around what we've discovered on 100 Not Out. You know, particularly around um, aging, and so then the conversations, uh, I suppose, are somewhat directed towards the the, the questioning and the reasoning be behind why would we choose to be uh, living a very well life, whether it be through exercise, mindset, mindfulness, um, food, what movement, whatever it's going to be, why do we, why do we want to be so extreme with it? So what, what's the eventual outcome? Is it that we don't want to die? <laughs> no. Do, do we want to live forever? Yeah. Um, is it we want to decrease the risk of disease? Do we want to decrease, uh, you know, um, Morbidity. What what actually is it that we're doing all of this for? for? Yeah, you know, is it just so we can you know put another feather in our cap or put another notch in our belt? Or, yes. You know, what is it? What's the reason that we're trying to live this wellness life? And, and I suppose that primary questioning 
uh, should shape and could shape uh, the direction to which these, these talks are going this year. And certainly what I'll be talking about this year will, will revolve around, you know, what is it that is totally essential to be doing and what would be the reason why you would do those things. You know, so we've learned through this podcast what's essential for longevity. We've learned uh, potentially, you know, in uh, in the wellness guys, we've, we've understood what are the different things you can do for different problems, yep. whether it be, say, gastrointestinal health problems or skin issues or fitness issues yep. or whatever. But for you and I, the understanding around longevity, which has been my primary goal, is to live a long time um, and to live an amazing, you know, life. Um, the the uh, the wellness, the understanding of wellness and the reason why we do wellness is probably shifting a little bit. Yeah, I really love what you're talking about. And I, I'd love, if you're listening or watching this right now, I think Damo is really asking the question like, why are you doing what you're doing? Like, why are you going paleo or why are you going CrossFit or why are you meditating? And there's no wrong, it's not wrong to do any of them. Mm. Um, it's, it, but, but do you feel like that a lot of people have been, for want of a better term, running around like a headless chook doing what is fad and trendy and, you know, doing CrossFit because Lawrence does it or eating paleo because Pete does it or going grain-free because Cindy does it rather than going, well, what do I want? Mm. Is that what is that what you feel like the, the trend has almost uh, not maxed out, but people are, are beginning to realize that they're going, well, it's great for them to do it. That's cool. But the question is, you know, what, what do I want for my life? And I don't have to be perfect in every single area of health and wellness. Is that what you're leaning towards? Yeah, I, I think there's, there's no doubt that people identify with, you know, different presenters uh, and, and different authors on certain topics and subjects. And I think people are always looking for something new mm. um, to follow or to uh, cling to to help them feel better. Yeah, cause like, we, and we like variety as well. You know, there's only totally. so much of eggs and greens that you can do before <laughs> you come to demo sales and you have kale eggs and it's like the same ingredients but done differently and it's like ah it's so refreshing so <laughs> we're, right. we're like that with most areas of our life aren't we yeah we we just want a little bit of variety and so you just look at all the different trends and each trend tends to last somewhere between five and seven years um we're just approaching that five-year mark now for paleo in australia yeah um and so we should see that there'll be some kind of you know shift and i'm cool with that but there's some principles from that that we should all take away that have been great lessons to learn and and the same for you know, and I dare I say it, you know, hopefully I don't get struck down, but, you know, the low-fat thing, there were some lessons to be learned in the low-fat thing, yep. you know, in potential, particularly around the way we might cook. You know, we don't have to use oil to cook with. Yes. Um, and then, you know, there's things that we learned from the vegan movement and the fit-for-life movement and, you know, back in the early 80s. Uh, Harvey then, Diamond? Was it Harvey Diamond? Harvey and Marilyn Diamond? Was that? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think they were fit-for-life, but just so, a little bit before... I'm going to say before our time. Definitely. Well, my <laughs> mum actually put me on, on a, I think at one point we were, she was doing... But they're time. very strict. This is the thing. So strict. Yeah. So strict. Um, and then, you know, acid alkaline. And, and so all of these sorts of eating programs, have there's pearls of wisdom and there's some consistent themes. And then we find that when we investigate longevity, so when we look at um, the Blue Zones, for example, with Dan Butner, he talks about what are the commonalities between each of the eating programs. And then we've investigated aging within Australia, the United States, yeah. um, the United Kingdom, and we've looked at the things that maintain people's ability to age well. So when you combine all of those things, there's some really uh, powerful things that come out of that. Just on this, um, in an upcoming episode of 100 Not Out, you'll be listening to an interview with Dr. Mario Martinez, and he talks about a common... Per uh, for one, to, to really simplify it, a common personality type. 
yeah. of people that age well um, versus those that don't. And, and, and it adds a whole new dimension to the philosophy which we talk about totally. on 100 Not Out. So keep your ears and eyes open for that. So um, again, do you feel that the theme is that, um, like you said, we could go from one fad to the next, but if we don't actually shift our philosophy about ourselves, we can just become um, OCD on paleo and then OCD on vegan and then it might be OCD on um, grains or it could be OCD, whatever it is. And if we don't shift our behavior um, from that obsessive perfection mindset, then it doesn't really matter what fad we're doing because mm. we interview people that on 100 and out, which are not into fads um, at all, but they're living great lives. Do you feel like the theme um, with the, the conversations that you've been having is more to take things less seriously or um, to, to shift your standards? What do you feel like the, the theme is that people are beginning to respond to? I think people are starting to respond to um, what, what fits best and feels best for them. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, being forced into like, you know, we've all got our own particular shape. Uh, let's say it's square and we're trying to put it into a round hole. Yeah. You know, so everyone's going, okay. Paleo template, okay. Vegan template, yeah. okay. Vegetarian template, okay. Atkins template. And that's really not a human experience. And it's hard to, it's hard to integrate that template into your friendships, into your family, into your workplace, into yeah. your kids, into your kids' parties, into your Saturday night, 40th birthday that just comes up and it's like, oh my gosh, there's a glass of wine there. There's a piece of bread there. There's some rice over there. Um, there's some, uh, oh my gosh, there's a chocolate cake. Do I have that? And it, it, it feels like people are suffering almost from decision fatigue based around, in this case, example, nutrition yeah. because of the template. And there's a, some people say a template means that it's easy because you just get to say no to everything. But my view is in terms of human nature, we're not a, um, a species that is designed to say no to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, some are going, oh, well, we're not saying no to everything. We're just saying yes to the things that we want. But I think there's a part of us, and some people will disagree, but I almost feel that like 80-20 mm. is almost like in, uh, an innate way of living. Yep. And if we suppress that 80-20 within ourselves, we're going to, and using Martini philosophy, but we will express that rebellion for want of a better term yeah yeah somewhere else and you see that so often with diet someone that was vegan and then they have a crash and then they go straight from vegan to having cheeseburgers do you know what i mean 100 percent. and there's that constant repression for years and then there's that equal and opposite expression afterwards and it's like whoa what if we could just and we talk about this a lot lower the volatility in these areas of our life that's exactly right and i think that you know, i will i i I hope that that's where we're heading. Yeah. You know, I really do. But the reality is that there'll be another fad come yeah. through and sweep through wellness and we'll need to be across it. You know, we'll need to be able to understand what it is that that is all about and why that is the case. We've had the sugar thing. Uh, we've definitely had the fat thing. The next thing I suspect will be protein. Um, so we're talking As about- As in protein's bad. Yep. yep. We'll hear that protein's bad for your kidneys. We'll hear that protein, too much protein's bad for your hormones. We'll hear that too much protein causes X, Y, Z. Too hard to digest, too long to digest. Well, we'll we go back this. to the good old, you know, if you have a cow, it's stuck in your system for seven days. Seven, yeah. That's right. Or was it, I don't know, maybe we got it out to seven uh, years when, we were, <laughs> when the marketing really was chewing gum. I think it was chewing gum. If you swallow chewing gum, it stays <laughs> in your stomach. But, uh, you know, I think we're going to find all those sorts of things again. And, and I yeah. love that. And my hope is that at the Wellness Summit this year, we'll discuss all of that. And people will be left, you know, not pondering anymore. 
yeah. they'll be left with some clarity around uh, what sorts of things they could be choosing to enhance what their goal is um, and help them move in, you know, towards their goals. Uh, because I think that we've kind of all just done this thing, not necessarily mindlessly or blindly, but we've kind of just jumped on wellness because it's been the trendy thing yeah. to do, which is fine. It's totally fine. It's just that it's good to have a reason why you're doing it. Yeah, I think, and I think as you talk about this, and I think about the excitement, I think about, you know, people have so much fun at the summit because they love being around other people and yeah. you're around hundreds of other people, which you may not know from a bar of soap, but it's comforting that there's so many other people in the world that see the world in a similar way to you. Yeah. But I think what you're also suggesting is when you come back home and you see the media spruiking a new diet or you see the media spruiking a new something, you know, we often talk about high on emotion, low on intelligence and, and low emotion, high intelligence. Food has become such an emotional thing for people. It's good if we do this and it's bad if we do that. And that, that again, high emotion breeds low intelligence. And I think the summit is a great opportunity to really, as, as fun as it is, we really want to raise the intelligence factor, that personal empowerment to go, look, guys, when you leave here, there's going to be another fad. You know, between now and the next event, and we'll talk about next events, between now and the next event that you go to, whether it's a wellness couch event or any other event, there'll be something new yep. to go on to. And the yep. key is, is do you remain intelligent and, and, and use your critical thinking to go, well, that's great that there's a new fat out there, but is it in my heart what I want to do? Or do you go, you know what, it's great there's a fat out there, but it's great for everyone else, mm -hmm. but it's not for me. I mean, you and I talk about this a bit with CrossFit. Like at this stage of our lives, I just, don't want to do it. It's just not in my urge to do it. If I did it, it would be a real push. It's not a pull. I'm not feeling like I really want to. But you know what? Having sauerkraut, I love going to the fridge and just, you know, double dip. I love going <laughs> to the fridge, getting a fork and having my sauerkraut, yeah. right? My mantra, my one nutrition goal for this year is when in doubt, sauerkraut. I don't have to complicate it. Love that. It's just so easy. It's like if I'm hungry, I'll just get sauerkraut because I know I haven't really had any gut checks. So I've got a pretty strong gut, but I know it's not doing me any harm mm. by having sauerkraut instead of a piece of bread or something else which I just don't need, right? But I think when it comes to health and wellness and, and the shift that you're talking about with the Wellness Summit over the years is that we've become, not that we're low on information, there's so much information, but at the same time, we actually guide people over the course of the two days as to how to feel empowered about yourself so that you take the information that's important to you mm. and don't leave going, oh my gosh, I've got 200 things to do. I've got to start a thermomix and use a blender and get a juicer and start dehydrating and start fermenting and all the, all the rest of it, grow, grow a veggie garden and start doing CrossFit. And it's like, whoa. You know, I think we do a really good job at saying, guys, Everyone's got different interests here. Choose from the list what's important to you and take that home and inspire the people around you with that because that's what allows people to live their best lives, seeing you live your best life. Yeah, totally. And look, I also think that at the Wellness Summit this year, people will leave um, knowing what are the fundamentals. What are the things that we actually really yep. need to do? Yeah, yep. rather than like the hack. I'm yeah. like, here's the latest, greatest 30-second hack to make yourself invincible, <laughs> right? That's right? Just so you know, guys, you can't hack your relationship with a 30-second conversation. You can't hack your health with a 30-second, you know. I did have yeah. a, um, what's the incredible company coming to the summit? That does fire Tonic. Fire Tonic. Oh. I had a Fire Tonic this morning. It took me two seconds to drink it, uh, but it lasted for... Quite some time. It get was incredible. Gee, it gets you going, doesn't it? For everyone coming it. to the summit, make sure you go to the Fire Tonic stand mm. and have a sample. It is remarkable. 
It I, blew I, my mind. I was doing the ironing at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sure, I'll have it. Whoa! It absolutely supercharged. It was remarkable. It was unreal. It's unreal. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Don't have it when you're eating forage, though, because <laughs> part of the, the flavours don't blend it's well. It's like brushing your teeth and having a coffee. I don't yeah, recommend it. Does it really work well? Um, Damo, we talk about you know when the next event is. We're just about to wrap up this episode, but it must be said, this is the last summit that we will be doing in Melbourne for quite some time. Mm. So um, for those of you that are in Australia, um, all I'm going to say is if you haven't been to a summit or you're thinking about coming to this summit, please don't say, well, I'll just go next time. Because right now, we can't actually even tell you when next time is. So uh, at this point in time, this is the last Wellness Summit in Melbourne. This is September 10 and 11 at the Melbourne Convention Exhibition Centre. It's an incredible venue. I have not had one bit of negative feedback on having it at the Convention Centre. It's been a crown for three years before that. And when we moved it to the Convention Centre, everyone was like, this is the bomb. They even thought the green seats were wellness couch themed, (laughs) that we covered every seat. To be wellness couch, it's just wonderful that there's green seats and it's tiered, so you get a great view from wherever you are in this plenary. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Yep, don't think that uh, it's going to be there next year. I don't want to just right. don't want people to take it for granted, you know. And well, not- people have, haven't they? Like, uh, you know, the amount of times after a summit, people go, "Oh, I wish I'd have got to it this year. Yeah. I'll get to it next year." Yeah. And then the same people say the same thing. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah, I, I would urge people to uh, to get on board. And, uh, and get there this year. So go to the wellnesssummit.com, folks. There is a $100 discount for 100 Not Out listeners. Just enter the code 100 Not Out Summit 16. That's 100 Not Out Summit 16 for 100 bucks off there. All of the details, all of the speakers, we've got 12 speakers, 22 podcasts, a world class range of exhibitors in the health, wellness, personal growth space all at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre, September 10 and 11. Full details at thewellnesssummit.com. Great man, thank you as always for your wisdom on this beautiful um, episode at 100 HQ. <laughs> Thanks, Thoroughly Marcus. enjoyed it. Great. And uh, folks, please go to thewellnesscouch.com, check out the entire range of wellness podcasts available. We would love it if you went into the iTunes store, gave this podcast a five-star rating. That allows people all over the world to see 100 Not Out. It moves the podcast up the rankings. Um, that's how iTunes do their charts. So please go to the uh, iTunes store, give us a five-star rating, and um, let people know what you think about this episode. Until next time, folks, thanks again for your support and continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.